all of you are on TikTok all day long. All of you listen to City Girls and Meg The Stallion and listen to Cardi B and you worship these like Kim Kardashian type girls who are just professional hoes. And you thought that those are high value women, but really all of them are just bad wives. And you don't really know. Literally. Tell them, Sneeko, tell them. Oh, what's going to make a good wife anymore? What's going to make a good feminine woman anymore? Because that's seen as oppressive. And feminism has done that and has brainwashed all of you. Why do you believe you're don't a high? Oh, here we go. It's time. Hens, attack. Men became more feminine. And as a result, women so. became more masculine. Yeah. Oh, so look, look, immediately. So Sneeko has some kind of, um, he has some kind of uh, criticism towards women. And immediately, their reaction is not, we're sorry, we'll change. The reaction is, don't you think that because men became worse, that women became worse? Well, partially, that's true. But women became worse because the culture became a matriarchy, right? Yes, they're trying to feminize men and masculinize women. But the main... A antagonist in all this was was feminism though because what feminism basically did was tell women that men and women are the same and we're equal and we're not and we're not. and we're not i mean uh, no offense to you know miss redress over there but she said something along we can both be ceos well that's, that's the bullshit. mindset that many modern day women have that yeah, is not true for me girl Take you can't me. you can't you can't you oh, cannot shit. have two bosses it doesn't work that One way you had indeed you, you can't have a relationship where you have um where, where they're equal partners and the reason why you can't have a relationship where they're equal partners is because women are hypergamous. They want a superior partner. So if you're equal in her eyes, she's superior to you. And if she's superior to you, she's not attracted to you. That's why. Hello and welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios, here for another reaction video. If you're new to the channel, like in the content. Hit that sub, hit all for notifications. If you'd like to support me, I do have a Patreon with exclusive content. Patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Just go there and subscribe to the Nebula tier. Again, it's Patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Uh, you could also drop me a donation like Tom M here. Shout outs to him. Let's continue. Had a millionaire and you do lashes. Who's that? But like, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying like, <laughs> if there, it's not too No, but she's, she's telling you that she tried to be masculine tried, and it failed. I tried, I, it, I'm it not fucked her up. financially, baby girl. That's Anyhow. what she's saying. She's saying like, she tried to be masculine and it fucked her up. That's what she's trying to say. Me. I feel like my fiance me. and I right now are equals and like. Ah, that's a red flag. Okay, first of all, guys, let's look for the red flags here. She's on a show showing off 90% of her skin. With a million tattoos, long nails, and like with a with an entitled attitude. So again, she has like a million red flags, and then after revealing that she has those million red flags, she then reveals the red flag mindset, which is, um, you know, uh, I believe me and my fiance are equal, uh, like equal partners. Yeah. Uh, any man that is willing to get with a girl that has your belief set is not a man with self-respect. And so, your fiancé... And again, this girl is just saying that she has a fiancé in order to, you know, try to increase her value in her eyes. Um, she, she's trying to, you know, say, look at how valuable I am. I have a fiancé, right? Because that's what women do. They compete in terms of um, whatever level of relationship they have. But... Again, it falls on deaf ears because the actions and the words say two different things. That, you know, it's they gonna look... Fail. It's going to fail. He Literally. He me for a single dime. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like... 
He doesn't ask me for a single dime. Right, so you got a loser, beta male provider who's going to pay for all of your bad decisions that you made before you, ha- before you got with him. I understand. No, there could be two CEOs and they could be a good ass relationship. No. Yeah, it can be a good relationship for you until you get bored. Uh, If the guy is a useful idiot. Yeah, that's right. But it's not a good relationship for him. And the point is that men should not be entering into relationships where they are so disfavored as in yours. I mean, I mean, I think the fact that you think that you and your man are equal tells speaks volumes that literally don't even necessarily need to go into because when a woman is with a man that she truly admires, loves and respects, she understands that she is not the same as her man. I would argue most women don't look for an equal. They look for a superior. They look yeah. for yeah. a superior. In case you don't have a superior, which is why you're able to kind of do the things that you do. Literally. That's exactly right. She's able to do the things she does, which is be disrespectful, go on a podcast full of girls that are, you know, half, uh, you know, not wearing clothes, um, you know, uh, go out on the town at night in uh, Miami, Florida. And look, look, you can even see her expression. She agrees. She's like, mm, you're kind of right about that. And look, she's got a bunch of jewelry that the guy bought for her. Like, it's just so obvious the level of disrespect. It's nuts. Right, And the girl's also an attention seeker because she's going on this podcast. And girls that are attention seekers and have Instagrams and stuff like that, that's how these guys recruit them. They go on Instagram, they go on Tinder, they go on Bumble, they go on Hinge, they find these girls and they bring them on the show. So the girls that are attention seekers are on this show. So if your fiancé is an attention seeker, like, I don't know what to tell you guys. You're going to have a terrible time. And you know it too. I can see you nodding alongside. You know that your guy's more equal to you which is not which allows you to kind of get away with some of the things you do which traditionally most guys will not like a girl no, do the things that that's right no. so but he doesn't have a choice because you wear the pants that's right so he's insecure and i wear the yes. pants if- uh no he's not insecure that's the wrong word he is inferior he's not equal uh if you truly admired him you would never be on a show like this I keep going out yes and have an only yes and post on my Instagram. wait wait she has an only fans as well disaster yeah no look, look the girl to the right of her is embarrassed to hear all of this she's like oh this girl doesn't know that she's a disaster does she you see that expression on her face and the girl to the left as well is kind of laughing at the whole situation as well so everybody here is aware of like the situation except for this girl and this girl is is unaware because being unaware actually helps her it helps her, uh, you know, cogn- the cognitive dissonance actually helps her succeed in the relationship. Instagram. Yes. Oh, my God. So your girlfriend can't have an Instagram. No. You don't no we, ne- we never said that. But what I'm saying no. is that if you're in a serious relationship with a guy and you post provocative photos of yourself advertising yourself, that is disrespectful to the man. And That's right. And would not prefer that. Putting exactly. For sale sign on your forehead. Yeah, with their That's main right. chick, at least. That's so right. So you would date a girl yeah. with an Instagram that was, like, calm, like, PG. Like- you just to be honest. I- no, I wouldn't. If she has anything where she's advertising herself to other men, that's a no. She can have an Instagram, but her pictures aren't on there. Her name isn't on there. She's not advertising she's a girl. She's not advertising herself to other men. She's not messaging other men. Yeah, no. No Tinder, no Snapchat, no Bumble, no Hinge, no Instagram. No. These are all gigantic red flags. Uh, you know, you want to know what guys like to hear from when they talk to girls? I'll no give you guys Instagram. some game right now. I like name. to hear things like, 
I don't travel. I've never been here before. Oh, um, uh, my Instagram, man, I don't really post on it. You know, I'm going to de- deactivate it or they don't even have one or they don't have a social media presence at all. They like men prefer, prefer, especially guys that have status, girls that have zero status and aren't out there. Literally. Newsflash. That's right. Men prefer women that are not out advertising themselves to all the men on the town. Men don't want to be with women that every other man has had. They just don't, it's, again, you want to assure your paternity and the higher status, the more money, the more like favored you are in your life, the more you want that. Guys don't want girls that are out and about and have status like women like in men. You guys find that attractive because when a guy's out and about, whatever, it shows social status, it shows pre-selection, it shows social proof. But for a man, a man doesn't need to verify a woman's social proof to be attracted to her. That's the key difference. If I find a girl attractive at the club, I think she's attractive. I don't give a fuck what my friends think. <laughs> if you find a guy at the club and you think he's attractive, you're still going to run it by your girlfriends and see what they think. Yeah. Right. Women, this why- That's right. And look, look, a bunch of these girls looking at Myron, especially this girl wearing the green. She wants to be with Myron, you see? And that's, that's how it goes, guys. When a guy has social proof, it doesn't matter what he says. It doesn't matter what he does, right? Like, she's going to be attracted because that's women's nature. I always say women are not independent thinkers when it comes to mate selection at all. No. They need to get verification from other uh, other women. I disagree. I don't because you disagree? I agree. Yeah, I because like... Hold on, hold on, hold on. You disagree? Yes. Real quick. When you who disagrees? Club, where you go? When I go to the club, where do I go? Like, where, where are you sitting at the club when you're at the club? At a table with Okay, my hold on. Class. Stop, stop. Where are you sitting? At? With my friends. At the table with? With my girls. Um, with your girls. There you go. that table? Oh. Mm-hmm. Maybe one of gotcha, us, maybe bitch. all of us. Uh, it, it's so you go to you maybe. go to the club and you pay for the club every single time you go there. Okay. If your girl is going to the club, she's not your girl. That's another red flag. Like, again, the girl is going out getting attention from men. Like, how why would any man be attracted to that? Like it's ridiculous, guys. There with the, your own section. Let's keep it a thousand. I feel like I don't even go to the club that much. Oh, here we like, go. That much. Yeah, it needs to be zero. Not, th- I don't go that much. Okay. Uh, here, we're going to go on to a Rolo article here. Uh, the men in the garage, down low on the SOSAR forum, made an observation. I once lived in a suburb where all the men were rele- relegated to their garages. Whenever a garage door was up, there'd be a man puttering around inside. He'd have a couch and desk, TV on, maybe clicking on a computer and some mini fridge or hot plate going. Of the neighbors I knew, none of the men were happily married. Some of them were relegated to upstairs bedrooms that had been converted into home offices. Others slept in a different bedroom from their wives. The men made quickie snacks all day out of cold cuts, chips and cola. They all drank heavily. Thing is, most of them had pretty good paying jobs and two cars out front. It seems that their wives were all unhappy overliving for free in a new house, having a free car to drive and having credit cards to go shopping with all day. Uh, Our main weakness as men lies within our inability to recognize when and how men are hated. We want so desperately to believe the illusion. We want so desperately to be liked and wanted and needed that we've lost all sort of instinct for self-preservation to the point where we will literally jump in front of knives and bullets for women we don't even know. The system is not designed for male contentedness. It doesn't want male happiness. It wants you to constantly feel incomplete. It thrives off your insecurity. It needs you to question yourself. It needs you to be in constant fear of being alone, of being a virgin, of continuing to have bedroom fun after you're no longer a virgin, of being muscular, of not going bald, of this and that and everything. 
Because remember, you're not allowed a shred of weakness or vulnerability. It stifles the spirit of men. It's pesticide on the male soul. Society has no clue they're pumping out these men up, um, these man up articles one after another, aren't they? Have you raised a generation of men that don't know how to be men? Where have all the good men gone? How come women are outperforming men in this and that? They simply will not come to admit that this is a result of a sustained effort to disenfranchise men, one in which the end result can only be men turning their backs on a society that will, to the bitter end, hate on men for doing so. Because you exist to serve, there won't be an equal treatment of male victims of domestic violence, for example, no matter how much the inequality of it is pointed out, simply because you as a man have no right in the society to demand equal treatment. Uh, I think the men in the garages have realized, or are realizing, what a terrible waste their lives have been, and that their wives are not their allies, but their slave masters, nagging endlessly while parasitically living off the income of the husband until such a time as he is depleted, at which point the woman can cast him aside while continuing to extort money from the man through the police state. The men in the garage realize this. They realize the lies they've been fed through media and church, so they drink to avoid, you know, stay strong, man. Uh, while I really like the idea of in-garage bars, uh, I'm in two minds about this. On one hand, I think it's essential for a healthy marriage that a man set aside his space in the home. It's essential in establishing independent identities that's vital to a woman maintaining respect. There are long-established habits and interests and things that are part of my personality that I know damn well Mrs. Tomasi loathes, but the moment I allow her to fix me is the moment she loses respect for me and my independence, because I'd be identifying with what she thinks is best to placate her. There has to be that separation or you end up becoming this homogenized assimilation of what she thinks you should be. This is the ultimate form of male supplication. So as a necessary part of living together, there must be areas where you uncompromisingly are separate. This is a huge uh, shit test that most married AFCs fail and then become slaves to the expectations and entitlements their wives have. On the other hand, when routine life with a woman decays into this for a long period of time, understandably, even AFCs will want a refuge. This used to be the local bar or some other man's refuge. Depending on his degree of servitude, a weekend at his man cave ends up being preferable to the constant nagging of his wife. This is why escapism is so popular. Working life and personal life become so intolerable that the escape is preferable to dealing with the reality. So he creates his own treehouse with a big sign on the outside that says, No girls allowed. Uh... In The Travesty, which is the book Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, he makes a misguided attempt to characterize men's want for a cave as something inherent to the male nature. This makes accepting a man cave a bit more palatable for women, steeped in feminine social primacy. But the phenomenon is so much more, as Burroughs illuminated. It's not a want for solitude, it's a necessity for escape. Uh, Law 18. Don't build fortresses to protect yourself. Isolation is dangerous. I can understand a want for isolation and an escape, however brief, from dealing with one's reality. We all have them in one form or another, but what the men in the garage signify is a more permanent form of surrender to feminine privacy. It's not enough that a man be responsible for the provisioning of a spouse and children. She must occupy the home so thoroughly that he's pushed to the peripheries uh, to have any domain over what is his. It may be the garage, or maybe an off-site storage facility, it may be a customized basement she allows him to convert, but in the end it's the summation of his surrender of frame. It's gotten to the point that men are so obviously, uh, sorry, so obliviously accepting of this frame surrender that his customized pseudo bachelor pad underground dwelling becomes a point of pride for him. It's something to impress other equally as frame oblivious men with. The guy with enough income to maintain a home his wife controls and a separate man cave apartment of his own is envied by men less capable of doing so. 
What these men don't see is the danger in their reasoning for isolation. For men so thoroughly conditioned in the feminine imperative, women's control of the home is given. It's just how it is, if they want to get laid with any regularity. While consoling oneself in the garage amongst the big screen TV pool table and web bar, there's not much impetus to give a man insight as to why his fortress of solitude would even be necessary for him in the first place. He doesn't wonder about why he should need to support a home and family while simultaneously living like a bachelor in his apartment on the weekends. Pretty sad. All right, back to this video here. Oh See, she sees where I'm going with this. This proves my point. When yeah. you gr- girls go to the club, you go in a nightclub, where are all the women concentrated in the VIP? Yeah. A minority of men, a majority of women. So you could say what you want to say, but women are attracted to men that have social proof and have options and can a- and act on it. That's- oh, by the way, I uh, noticed something. Women almost always fidget with their clothes when they're nervous because they want to look as attractive as possible so they can attract the best man possible. They They're making sure that um their looks are on point uh some and, and this is especially true when they're being tri- criticized um anyway women are hypergamous they're attracted to superior men so this is why women are attracted to men in the vip that's why that's why girls want to go in the sections because it's a social status thing women need yeah. to see that social proof so when you're out and about right and yeah. you see an attractive woman you're like oh my god i'm gonna go and talk to her and yeah. you're like really hitting it off yeah but turns out she's a CEO of a company and she's a boss bitch. Ah, what nice. are you gonna do? Uh, unfortunately, uh, in that situation, um, she's not girlfriend material, right? So she'll be a nice friends with benefits, a nice side girl, but she's not a good main girl. That's that would be my response. So smash. Oh shit! I'll still smash, but she's not. <laughs> did you, did, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Did you so not just hear anything I just said a second no, ago? She didn't. That men don't need verification from their own gender to find a woman attractive. I don't think we do either. Did you not hear that? No, but I'm saying like if you find out that she is a CEO boss bitch, that's gonna turn you off. You're gonna be like, damn, she's a man no, now. Here's the thing: her job doesn't matter. However, I'm gonna know her job before she even tells me because of her mannerisms and how she acts. Yeah, I was gonna say. Like, even though, like, you guys saying, oh, I can be feminine and I can be a CEO, like, it's really unrealistic because, yes, you're going to be, fe- like, okay, you bring the feminine energy home, say that, but as soon as he gets on your nerve, as soon as you get mad, that masculine is going to pop out of... Right. That's exactly right. The idea is this. In order for a girl to be a career girl, she has to be masculine. She has to fight. She has to struggle. She has to compete, as men do. And by doing that, by being masculine, by being competitive, what happens is they push themselves away from the very men that they're attracted to. These girls in 2022, so many of them, not all of them, but a lot of them, what they've done is they have become the men that they're attracted to. And because they've become those men that they're attracted to, men are no longer attracted to them because If the men were attracted, uh, if the women were feminine, they would be attracted. But again, these girls have been taught by womanism totally incorrectly, go in the incorrect direction, and then wonder where have all the good men gone? The good men have gone to the girls that actually know how to act. Eventually, there's no way that you can run from it. Even though you you separate it from, oh, I'm only masculine at home, but I bring my feminine 
energy. Oh, I'm, I'm only masculine at my job, but I bring my feminine energy at home. Yeah. That's only it's when cap. he's doing exactly what he needs to do. When perfect. he's the perfect in your eyes, when he's not rocking your boat, as soon as he doesn't take out the trash in time, as soon as he doesn't take the dog on a walk, as soon as he doesn't do something to your liking when you need it to be, that masculine is going to pop out. Exactly. Right. And uh, there's more. Um, training yourself to be masculine is going in the entirely wrong direction. So these girls, right, they they go and they get their career because womanism tells them, go out and focus on your career. Be a strong, independent woman. You don't need no man, etc., etc. They do that. And then, um, when they're 28 plus, then they want to get married, but they have all this masculine energy, right? So the guys that they're attracted to, they're not even there. They're not even present. And they're not even present because they're pushed away by this by this idea. So these girls get tricked by womanism. And what they could have done is they could have gotten married earlier, you know, when they were 18 to 23 at their high, highest attractiveness. Could have gotten married then. And then after getting married, they could have had some children. And then, you know, when they're 40 or whatever, then they can go and have their career. So uh, actually, let's, uh, let's talk about this Patrice O'Neill quote that I have here. If your girl left, what is it that you would miss? Exactly. Because here's the thing, guys. Because women are hypergamous, men have to bring more to the table than women do. So usually, the girl loses more than the guy does. So why is the guy more upset? Usually because the girl has options, right? And the guy doesn't. But a superior man, which is the only kind of man that women pick anyway, he always has options. So what exactly would you miss? Bedroom fun? There's a million girls out there that could give you bedroom fun. So keep that in mind. The mask will crack. Like she's you can right. play the game a little bit, which is why we tell guys better girl for a year. Like yeah. you date her for a year and you know, so you can see all the sides because girls will be chameleons and act like a feminine submissive woman to get the ring or the relationship or whatever it may out. be but you need to vet them for a long period of time to see where they really stand and see if they're the real deal mm. and yes that the reason why i say that is exactly what she said girls will play the game or whatever but going back to what you said about a ceo boss bitch let me make this extremely clear for the women it's not your title that turns the guy off it's the mannerisms and the way you act and behave because of the job that you have do you mm. understand that's exactly right i mean that should be that goes without saying it doesn't matter what the title is. It matters what the behavior is, obviously. Understand this, that when you're a go-getter and you make a lot of money, it comes with inherent traits. If you look at millionaires, there's universal traits that millionaires have, okay? They're tenacious. They work hard. They work long hours. Non-agreeable. These are all personality traits that are attributed to high earners. What I'm saying is that when a woman is a high earner, I know for a fact she has these traits. And That's right. All right. Uh, let's go to this post here so here's the title this is on um relationship advice wife confessed she baby trapped me yeah me 29 male my wife 31 female met three years ago and started dating a little over 2.5 years ago red flag the girl's older than the guy about a year in she became pregnant with our son and we decided to get married live together as a family honestly it's been great and i'm truly happy that i have a family and we haven't been considering having another kid Last night, after putting my son down, my wife and I were in the kitchen. She looked a little uneasy, and out of nowhere, she just broke down crying. I got her to calm down, and she confessed that she got pregnant on purpose in hopes that I would stay with her. This is what girls do with a bunch of red flags, right? They'll try to baby trap you so that you don't leave. 
It was a huge shock to me, but didn't pay much attention to it as my wife wasn't in a good state. She said that she couldn't live with the guilt anymore and begged me not to leave her. I told her everything was going to be okay and I sent her to bed to get some sleep. I pretty much stayed up all night, driving myself insane with what went down. The thing is, I really do love my wife, my son, and the way my life is going. And to be honest, I really did see myself in this life, albeit a couple of years down the line. On top of that, she really didn't stand much to gain having me around as she came from a wealthy background and myself being middle class. In fact, it was her dad who, brought, who bought us a house and helped financially even though I was able to. I'm just really conflicted with a confession. Why wait so long? Is she having second thoughts? Can I even trust her? Any help would, you, would be great. So guys, this guy is lucky, right, that he married a girl who's wealthy. So even though she's a fraudster, you know, she's the, she's the type who would manipulate and lie like this, uh, he's still getting basically a dowry, right? Um, so he's lucky, right? Because if they get divorced, he would actually get, uh, you know, alimony and stuff. Um, and his children would be cared for without him having to pay, really. Um, but still doesn't take away, like... A lie is a lie, right? And what does that imply about the person, right? That they're willing to lie and manipulate to get what they want. It's not really the kind of person you want to marry. Uh, 5.1k upvotes. I've been in a similar situation. The way I described it in therapy was, you gambled my entire life savings on a bet and it worked out. I'm happy it worked, but I'm mad you took the bet without asking me. Um, 3.6k upvotes. I feel like you're conflicted because you know what she did was really wrong. But you're happy, and so being angry at her for a happy life feels wrong to some degree. You can be upset at the actions and still be happy now. You two don't have to be, the two don't have to be mutually exclusive. I feel like couples therapy would help here. No, it would just be chore play. It wouldn't help. Why wait so long? She was afraid to lose you. Is she having second thoughts? Doubtful. She just feels guilty. Can I trust her? I mean, that's for you to figure out. Another reason therapy might be a good idea. No, therapy is not a good idea. It'll just end up being blaming the man for some reason. Um, okay, 482 upvotes. Uh, I have a few rules learned from experience in relationships. First, no secrets. A surprise party is okay, but nothing else. Lies kill. The other person won't know what you're hiding, but will know you're hiding something and will feel the worst. So no secrets. Second is communication. Not talking, not arguing, yelling maybe if you're both actually communicating. Communicating is listening and talking, not one or the other. Both. Uh, three, accept that you'll make mistakes, but don't use that as an excuse to make mistakes. You know cheating is bad, just don't do it. Don't cheat and say, oops, my bad. And four, forgive. Don't hate the person, hate the action. So guys, relationships are not about communication. Relationships are about polarity. The man does what the man does, and the woman does what the woman does. Fit, feminine, cooperative, submissive, and bedroom fund loyal. If she's not doing that, it doesn't matter, Right? And again, a girl that would, like, manipulate and lie in order to get the kind of life that she wants, it's, guys, you can go too far, and this is too far. All right, guys, we're going to end the episode there. Again, if you're new to the channel, like in the content, hit that sub, hit all for notifications. If you'd like to support me, I do have a Patreon with exclusive content, patreon.com slash the blog. Just go there and subscribe to the Nebula tier. Again, it's patreon.com slash the blog. You could also give me a donation uh, like Tom M here. Again, shout outs to him. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day to uh, listen to my videos, especially if you made it to the end. I really do appreciate it, guys. You're wonderful, and I will see you next time.